What's up everyone? It's your boy Cam. Let me ask you a question. Are you willing to take a leap of faith with the dreams God is placing your heart to go after? Well, that's what today's episode is all about with my guest, Danielle Shaleen. Let's dive into our conversation. Well, Danielle, thank you so much for being on the Journey Back to the Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. No, we're excited to have you. So, Danielle, what I do with all my guests is before we jump into our conversations, I have a quick, like, rapid-fire icebreaker question. Are you ready to play? Absolutely. All right. So the first one, what's your favorite singer-songwriter? Ooh. <laughs> I, like, I like Shane and Shane. Okay, Shane and Shane. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to act like I've never heard of that, but okay, I'll have to check that out. <laughs> They're a worship band. Okay, nice, 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 nice. Okay, second question. Uh, what are you currently um, binging right now during COVID-19? Any shows on Netflix or anything? Or I am probably one of the few people in the world at the moment that is actually not binging on anything. Interesting. <laughs> I'm failing all of these questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, book you are currently reading or just finished up? Yeah, um, The Power of Habits by Brennan Burchard. Yes, I have heard that. Nice, nice. Okay, your favorite childhood memory? My favorite childhood memory is all the vacations that I went on with my parents growing up. We'd go every year, whether it was camping or just something small, um, or we'd go to a bigger place every couple of years, just the time that I got to spend with my family um, and building my relationships with them. Nice, nice. I like that. Okay, and then the last one is, what's one meal you can never get tired of eating? Hamburgers, 100%. Oh, wow. Hey, I wish you on that one. I like that. <laughs> I mean, I just changed to um, plant-based, but, um, you know, now and then okay. I'm right to have a little bit of meat, right? So. <laughs> yes, I'm obsessed with hamburgers. It's, nice. It's it's not great. Just plain hamburgers, cheeseburgers, or just straight It's like every, everything, everything okay. on a hamburger. Yes. Nice, nice. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jaya, for um, playing the iceberg game, our audience got to get you get to know you a little better. So now we're going to jump jump right into our conversation. So Danielle, what I want to know is you have a very impressive resume. Um, take me back to like a younger version of Danielle. Like, what were your what were your thoughts like? What were you about? Yeah. So when I was 16 years old, I fell in love with cake decorating, and at that time, I went online and I googled the top culinary school in the world, and I came up with a school in New York. So for the next two years, um, I worked hard at becoming, um, at getting the money um, and going to apply to go to the school. So I got accepted. And when I was 18 years old, I moved to New York City from a small 50,000 um, population town in Alberta, Canada. So I moved to New York when I was 18 years old to attend culinary school. Right. And I went to school for about a year and a half. I lived in New York for almost two years and kind of traveled the States and lived the dream. And at that time, I wasn't, I wasn't a Christian. I wasn't following God. And I got into a lot of very interesting um, situations in my life that um, weren't great. And I guess I should preface that um, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, but when I moved to New York, I kind of totally went the opposite direction and started living a very, very worldly life. And by the time I, I moved back to Canada two years later, I was in this very empty, broken place. And I had this degree, I was going to become a cake decorator and pastry chef. And I had all these dreams and I went to the top culinary school in the world. And my life was supposed to be amazing, but I came back and I was so empty and broken. And 
Um, that was five or six years ago. And I ended up um, meeting someone that um, shared the gospel with me in a very real and raw way. And it totally changed my my outlook on life and, and who I was. And that brought me to this journey of moving to a smaller, sorry, a little bit of a larger town in Canada compared to the town that I grew up in. And I just started from scratch. I didn't know what I wanted. I've grown up um, in a family with parents that are very entrepreneurial, um, but I didn't know what I wanted in my life. But I did know that I didn't want to be a cake decorator and pastry chef. So I had all this schooling. I went to this crazy expensive school and I totally changed my, my course of direction. So that's it's a shorter version of the story. And I like what you said, because I think we all, as we go through this journey of life, you know, we may have our sight on one thing, but um, it, it changes um, it rapidly and changes Absolutely. over time too, right? So I could definitely um, um, relate to what you're saying, right? Because I think we all have had at times, Danielle, a career or a path that we thought we were going to go on, but then it's a whole 360, right? So um yeah, I love that. I love that. So, yeah, so right now, as you know, Danielle, we're living through a very strange time with the coronavirus. And as yourself, I know you are a the CEO of um, Lead Virtual Assistance. You know, what advice can you give to people who um, want to start a business right now? And, you know, how did that process all start for yourself? And I guess, yeah, what are some of the pros and cons from um, about running an online business? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a virtual assistant one year ago, um, almost to the day, actually, I started my own virtual assistant business. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, it's awesome. I'm really excited about it. But before that, I, as I had mentioned my story in New York, I had moved to a little bit of a larger town and I could not find a job. I tried in pastry. I tried, tried in many different areas and I was really struggling. So I went to a job agency one day and basically said, give me what you can give me. Like, I'll take anything. I, I need to pay my rent. And so they found me a two-week position at a university um, being like a, a welcome person. So I, I took it. <laughs> I didn't really have any other option. And that position eventually led into being the executive assistant to the president a year later. And so I built my experience as an executive assistant knowing nothing. I didn't have any schooling, any background. I had barely sent an email in my entire life, but I had the right attitude and the passion and desire to do what I did. And I love to serve and help people in any way that I can. And long story short, I got to this point where I was realizing that I'm really good at what I do but I'm sick of going to the same place every single day, working behind the same desk, being restricted, not being able to travel. I had lived five hours away from my family at the time and missed them a lot. So it was just really restricted. And I was listening to a podcast actually, and they talked about a virtual assistant. And my thought was I could do exactly what I'm doing right now, but virtually. And so that's where Lead Virtual Solutions um, came about. And essentially, one month after I heard the term virtual assistant, I launched my business. I quit my job, um, my full-time job with no clients, but God provided. And the exact day that I finished at my job, I landed my first client. And within a year, I was able to triple my income. And it's been a phenomenal journey. It's been very challenging. I've definitely learned a lot. You had asked me questions about, or you had asked pros and cons. There's a lot of pros to becoming a virtual assistant, but as for anything in life, there's also cons yep. in the sense that I'm always alone. <laughs> I, I don't see people a lot face-to-face. -face. I use Zoom all the time, so I'm interacting with people in a way, but it's different yep. than working in an office setting. And obviously, 
as a contractor, I can lose my clients at any time. Um, but God has provided for me in so many ways. And I'm so grateful that he has opened all the doors that he has in my business and in my life. And I, I wouldn't be here without his guidance and provision. Amen. So true. You know, I think when you take a um, leap of faith, then, uh, it, it's scary for all of us, right? But um, by you doing that, now it's let you to have your own business, right? And uh, I'm an entrepreneur as myself, and you know, we work from home. So I can understand sometimes the lonely parts of the things. But I think that's all part of the journey. I think that even allows each one of our stories to be even greater, right? So, um, yeah, no, I, I love that. So, you know, what need that you see in the market that led you to start um, Lead Virtual Assistance? Yeah, so I I did a lot of research and I watched a lot of courses. I bought a course online to how, how to become a virtual assistant. And I learned that many people don't know what a virtual assistant is, especially in Canada. It's a lot bigger in the States. Um, but I went out and I connected with all of the entrepreneurs that I knew at the time and people that I was working with and asked if they knew any business owners that would be able to benefit from what I had to offer. And what I had to offer is basically an administrative assistant, but someone that they didn't have to pay for full time. So I could go in and work for them for two hours a week and they're not having to pay to have someone in their office at all times, which can be a really big benefit. Or for a company that is seasonal, I can work for them in the summer and not in the winter time. So I found a need and that need was different for different clients and I was able to fill that. And my, my business, any virtual assistant business can really... Um, thrive if you have even three to five clients. I think people sometimes think that you need to have 50 clients to make something su successful. And that's not necessarily true. If I can find three people that use me on a regular basis, then my business can grow. And I started my business with growth in mind. Um, by month six, I had the goal of hiring my first uh, virtual assistant underneath of me. And I was able to do that by month seven, which was incredible. Wow, congrats. That's yeah. It shows you that you're you're a go getter. It shows you that you are not scared to get your hands dirty and do what you have to do, right? So um, yeah, I, th I think that was great. That was wonderful. So you know, I'm sure like all industries, yours has many other providers that your potential clients can choose from. What we say are the attributes will set you apart from the firms in your industry and allow you to succeed. Yeah, great question. I believe that it's all about going above and beyond in anything in life. And I think that that's, that's not just me as a virtual assistant, but even as a woman of God, um, sharing the gospel, just loving people, always go above and beyond in anything and everything that you do. And people notice that it, when you, when you add value to other people, whether that's w whatever it is, people, people can tell when you really care about them. And for me, um, a lot of my business came through word of mouth and that was just, um, building relationships and connections and people knowing who I am and what I stand for and supporting me in that. And when people, when people know me, they share my name and that's really how my business was built. I like that. I'm not sure if you're familiar with um, the preacher. He's a coach. He's an entrepreneur. I'm John Maxwell from the States. And um, last year he was saying that if you want to win in any year you're in, you need to serve people. Right. So I, I love what Absolutely. you said, you know, cause I feel we, God has placed, gifts in all of us and i think when you understand that it's more what god's trying to do through you not just for you and as i said we're human nothing's wrong with getting accolades and stuff at the end of the day we really should have that sense of spirit that you know what like this gift is bigger than me right so uh, yeah that, that's a, that's wonderful Diane. 
Absolutely. Just to answer that question a little bit more specifically, if you're listening to this and you are interested in becoming a virtual assistant, um, I've received a lot of applications for my own company where people want to work for me. And you can tell the people that go above and beyond. You can tell the people that go and they look up my name. And that's that's a super small example. But saying hello, sir or madam, compared to, hey, Danielle, how's it going? Like, it's just finding that personal level or going a little bit a little bit beyond what everyone else does. And you'd be surprised. Most people don't do that. And it really, truly makes a difference. That's true. Like I always say, and it keeps coming up in like, the conversations I have with the guests on my um, show. But, you know, I think we're more alike than, than, than unlike. So I think when we understand, like, hey, like, it's just the simple things in life. As you said, like, just saying good morning, ma'am, or good morning, sir, or whatever. It's yeah. simple things that truly allow relationships to form naturally but also to as you said like to have that integrity and stuff when people do i'm um, calling your name Danielle, right so um yeah i i think that's a lot good a lot of ways right yes absolutely so you know can you um can you pinpoint anything about the way you were raised that gave you desire um of course to be an entrepreneur yeah my parents um have owned multiple businesses they're very entrepreneurial they own a massive berry farm right now. Um, they started that about four years ago. My dad has owned his own landscaping company for 35 years. My mom has run several companies as well. So I grew up with parents that are incredibly hard workers, um, very, very hard workers. And so that has kind of, I guess, led into who I am and what I stand for. I never imagined that I would start my own business. It just happened. I wasn't okay with just showing up to the same place day after day. I wanted something more with my life. I wanted to scale um, my business. I started my business, as I already mentioned, um, with scaling it in mind. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not good at being stuck in a position. I have to be able to, to learn and grow and have time to work on the things that I'm truly passionate about. Sure. I think that, you know, that goes with the you know, majority entrepreneur. I think you're right. I think the regular nine to five or just always driving to work. And that's, that's nothing against um, people who have that, but you know, no, I think not at all. why entrepreneurs, um, they become so successful with the drive they have. Right. And I think we were never, I don't think God never wanted us just to be stagnant. Right. I think when we Absolutely. get up and move around and yes, we make us do highs and lows. That's truly, you know, how we should be living our life. Right. So um, I a hundred percent agree with you. Of uh, you know the same routine over and over again, anyone would get tired of, right? So um, yes, yeah. I think I think there's also a lot of fear in stepping out. I mean, when I quit my job, I didn't know if I was going to have clients. I, I literally had no idea. I had worked really hard, but it was a massive step of faith, and I did have a plan B. Um, but not everyone does have a plan B, and I believe that that's a lot of the reason why some people don't step out because they don't have the option to have a plan B. Maybe they have a family they have to prepare for, or provide for. Yeah. It's, it's different in everyone's case, right? Very true. Very true. It's just that plan B because you're right. Lucy, before I used to be like, and you should only have a plan A, but you're right. Plan Bs are so important. And now that I get older, you know, yeah. I think it's important that we have plan Bs because going back to what we were talking about earlier, you don't know where we're going to truly end up, right? But um, I think if you have a couple of things set up for yourself, no matter what goes right or wrong, you can always fall back on some, and you could still be successful in that area, or who knows, come back to that at a later time, too, right? Exactly. So, um, Absolutely. Yeah. So I know you. I know you touched on it a little bit, but. For people who might say, you know, I really love this um, interview. I want to learn more about Danielle. And what are some like benefits of hiring a virtual assistant? Yeah, benefits of hiring a virtual assistant. 
They vary. Um, it really depends what you're looking for. But one of the biggest things is, and the way that I structure my business is I work hourly. So if you if you don't want to hire someone full-time, which a lot of small business owners can't afford or just don't want, um, then you can hire a virtual assistant on an hourly basis and they just work for you when you need them to. Um, the other thing is location. Some people don't have an office where they're have a virtual or where they have an assistant that can come in and work every day. Um, virtually my main client is in New York city. We've never met. So we're on like totally (laughs) just like very different countries. It's just, it's different, right. But it works and we've built this connection. And so, and it works great for him. It works great for me. So it's finding that unique, um, that unique connection and other things that, that virtual assistants, like the benefits, um, Again, just being able to let people go if your season isn't super busy. Um, virtual assistance, it's kind of known in our field. And I said that that was a con, and it is a con because um, I could lose a client tomorrow and not have as much work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And I, it's true. It's a little different, but like on um, uh, one of the businesses that my family and I run, we have an esports um, company. And a lot of times, you know, we have to like, um, teach kids to become better gamers. We hire universities, but the the coaches and the um and the gamers, we they didn't even see each other, right? So I think with a virtual assistant this year, right, it may be um you may not be able to see that person face to face or through, you know, through virtual through, through a virtual way you will be able to, right? But I think even after where businesses are going now, then yeah, right, um, where people are gonna be able to work from wherever they want to, right? I I think you should be able to have that choice, right? So Absolutely. Especially in like a season right now, many people have lost their jobs. I'm blessed to say that my work has increased, which is incredible. And not a lot of people can say that right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. Right. It's, um, you got to count your blessings as they say. Right. But, um, yeah, I just think what you're doing is awesome. And I think you're going to continue to thrive in everything you do. You know. So Now, as you know, life for all of us is, it's a journey filled with wins and losses. Can you share with us a challenging moment that you went through and how it helped you shape you into the person you are today? Yeah, absolutely. When I was trying to figure out what to do after New York, I was in this horrible place in my life where I was broken and I didn't know who I was. I didn't have an identity. I, I wasn't a Christian at the time. I thought I knew what Christianity meant, um, but I really had no true understanding of that. And I just came face to face with a real life choice, deciding if I wanted to continue down the path of destruction that I was going or turn and and live my life and just honor God and what I was doing. And um, I chose, I chose the path to, to live a life following God. And it's, it's been phenomenal, but of course it's filled with um, trials and tribulations. And I, I've, gone through a lot of things as many people have, um, as most people have in the world. Um, but it's, it's been incredible. And through every trial that I've been through, I've grown closer in my relationship and walk with God and becoming a stronger woman, woman in him. Nice. No, it's true. I, 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 as I get older, you know, I understand, I'm understanding more than you know, that we're all going through something, right? If, like, even if you're because we all have bad days and stuff, but as I get older, you know, I understand that, you know, just because you might be going through something terrible and that's nothing against that person that's going through it you don't even know what the next person's going to do right so I, I love how you said how you just you know you're full on for god and how he's just it allowed you to step out on faith and do all these great things right so um, just kudos to you again so what advice can you give to our listeners while they're on their journey of acting yeah 
My advice to you is to step outside of your comfort zone and really question. I believe that questions are one of the best things that we can ask ask ourselves. Uh, that doesn't really make sense, but. No, but. <laughs> My life changed when I started to ask myself questions, when I started to wonder what my purpose was and why I was put on this earth. And I think that a lot of us avoid those real life questions because there's fear in not having answers for everything. There's fear in not knowing what's next. And I can relate to that. I totally get it. Even right now in my life, there's areas that I have questions about that I don't understand. But instead of avoiding those questions, I think that it's important to face them head on. And whether that's relationally or in a new career path or your passion or a ministry that you think that you should start, I think that facing those head on and really asking those questions and figuring out what you should do are really, really important things things to do in a, in a special place to be in your life as well, because we're all going through different life seasons and through those different life seasons, we grow in different ways. And so I think it's important just to embrace that. Yeah, no, so true. Right? It's, it's seasonal, right? And just like how this season right now, as you said, people are wondering what's going on and stuff, right? I think it's like almost like the story in um, the Bible, as you know, when the Israelites were in captive in um, Egypt, right? I'm sure for 40 years, that's a, that's a long time. I think this is going to be long yeah. like that. But, you know, I think it's just trusting God, as you said, and taking it one day at a time. And as you said, it's understandable and it's good to have questions. You know what I mean? Like we're not supposed to know it all, right? That's that's God's job, right? We just have to continue to trust him and continue to do what he's put in front of us to do through through him, right? So Exactly. And that's the point of faith. I mean, we never really know what's next. And that's I think that we have to learn to find joy in that. And being okay with not I'm I'm a planner. Like I'm I'm a virtual assistant. I plan people's life for a living and yep. My two best friends tease me all the time because I'm always having to have a plan and doing everything that I can to execute it. And God has really been teaching me in the last few months to just chill out (laughs) and be okay with not having it all together. And it's incredible because God has opened so many other doors for me. And one thing that I, that I practice in my life, not one thing that I practice in my life is a full day of rest, not because not in a religious way, um, but because it's something that, that I just, that I need to do. I live a very busy life. And in that day of rest, it's not like your typical day of rest where I just lay on a couch and do nothing. I literally just, I'm the most spontaneous person on my day of rest. I'll go to an old folks home or I'll go to a different church and I'll just connect with people and I'll go for coffee with people that I wouldn't have normally gone to coffee with, or I'll go to the gym and I'll connect with a teenager and we'll have lunch together. And I just, it's my, it's, a very strange form of day of rest, but it's this day where I take all expectations off of myself and I just allow life to happen. And it's incredible. The most phenomenal things have happened in my life on that day. I think you're, as well as you know, our bodies are temples, but I think even if, if it's a day that most people say, even if you're having a rest day, you're pouring what's into your cup going out to others, vice versa, right? By you going out to coffee. Um, you know, visiting different churches, right? So, yeah, just that, that's wonderful. Um, it's the, something that I want to do more too is rest because I think as entrepreneurs, as you know, we're always on the go. But even as you said, a, a day of rest don't have to be just sitting on the couch. It could be getting up, working out, you know, calling a friend, you know, doing something, cooking, whatever, whatever you want to do, right? So um, Exactly. Yeah. And that's how I frame it. Whatever I want to do that day is what nice. I do. Nice, nice. Within restriction. <laughs> yeah, of course. You have to have restriction. <laughs> um, so before we leave, you know, where can people find you? And find out more about yourself. 
Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on social media. My business is Lead Virtual Solutions. And um, yeah, I have an Instagram. I have Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram personally, Danielle Shaleen. Last name is S-C-H-A-L-I-N. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on um, the podcast today, Danielle. You dropped a lot of gems, and I know our audience is going to love our conversation. Yet. Thank you for having me. It's been great. I want to thank Danielle for coming to the podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation and want to learn more about Danielle and her business, Lead Virtual Solutions, you can follow her on her Instagram and Facebook pages at Lead Virtual Solutions. You can also follow her on her personal page at Danielle Shaleen. If you want to hear more great interviews like this one, I want you to subscribe to this podcast and follow me on my Instagram at Cameron Bolton as well head over to my website, journeyofexcellence.co to see what I have going on. I look forward to continuing our journey together next time. I'm out.